grade three fours to our read aloud book, The Wild Robot by Peter Brown. If you recall in our first chapter, there was a hurricane in which the cargo ship went down. Five boxes remained. Four of those boxes though did not make it to the rocky island. Rather they crashed against the shore and were broken open and the robots that were inside passed away or well, they didn't come to life. Where our last robot though did make it onto the top of the shore and she was brought to life by our curious little otters who were checking her out. So now we're gonna read chapter three, the robot and learn more about her. The robot's computer brain booted up. Her programs began coming online and then, still packed in her crate, she automatically started to speak. Hello, I am Rosamond, Unit 7139, but you may call me Roz. While my robotic systems are activating, I will tell you about myself. Once fully activated, I will be able to move and communicate and learn. Simply give me a task and I will complete it. Over time, I will find better ways of completing my tasks. I will become a better robot. When I am not needed, I will stay out of the way and keep myself in good working order. Thank you for your time. I am now fully activated. Chapter 4. The Robot Hatches As you might know, robots don't really feel emotions. Not the way animals do. And yet, as she sat in her crumpled crate, Roz felt something like curiosity. She was curious about the warm ball of light shining down from above. So, her computer brain went to work, and she identified the light. It was the sun. The robot felt her body absorbing the sun's energy. With each passing minute, she felt more awake. When her battery was good and full, Roz looked around and realized that she was packed inside a crate. She tried to move her arms, but they were restrained by cords. So she applied more force. The motors in her arms hummed a little louder, and the cords snapped. Then she lifted her hands and pulled apart the crate. Like a hatchling breaking from the shell, Roz climbed out into the world. Chapter 5. The Robot Gravesite Those otters were now hiding behind a rock. Their round heads nervously poked up, and they watched as a sparkling monster emerged from the crate. The monster slowly turned her head as she scanned the coastline. Her head turned and turned all the way around, and it didn't stop turning until she was looking right at the otters. Hello, otters. My name is Roz. The robot's voice was simply too much for the skittish creatures. The biggest otter squeaked, and the whole gang suddenly took off. They galloped back around the robot gravesite, flopped into the ocean, and raced through the waves just as fast as they could. Roz watched the otters go but her eyes lingered on the sparkling objects that littered the shore. The objects looked strangely familiar. The robot swung her left leg forward, then her right, just like she was taking her very first steps. She stomped away from her crate and over the rocks and through the gravesite until she was standing above a broken robot body. She leaned in and noticed the word Rosam, lightly etched on the torso. 
she noticed the same word on all the torsos, including her own. Roz continued exploring the gravesite until a playful little ocean wave washed over the rocks. She automatically stepped away from it. Then a bigger wave sloshed toward her, and she stepped away again. And then a gigantic wave crashed over the rocks and engulfed the entire gravesite. Heavy water pounded against her body and knocked her to the ground, and her damaged sensors flared for the first time. A moment later, the wave was gone, and Roz lay there, dripping and dented and surrounded by dead robots. Roz could feel her survival instincts, the part of her computer brain that made her want to avoid danger and take care of herself so she can continue functioning properly. Her instincts were urging her to move away from the ocean. She carefully got to her feet and saw that, high above the shore, the land was bursting with trees and grasses and flowers. It looked lush and safe up there. It looked like a much better place for our robot. She had just one problem. To get there, to get up there, she would have to climb the sea cliffs. Wow. So I wonder if Ross, so it's kind of interesting. So we're introduced to our robot and we're given the fact that she can actually learn in order how to do functions better. So I'm curious, how do you think our robot compares to a real person? Because they said that she doesn't have feelings, but yet she can learn. So that's kind of interesting. We'll read one more chapter and find out what happens in her and her climb, and then we'll stop there. Chapter 6, The Climb. Crack, thunk, clang. Roz was having a little trouble climbing the cliffs. She had a new dent on her rear and a long scrape down her side, and she was just about to get another ding when a crab scuttled out from under a piece of driftwood. The crab looked up and immediately showed off his giant claws. Everyone was afraid of his claws, but not the robot. She just looked at and introduced herself. Hello, crab. My name is Roz. After a brief standoff, the crab cautiously backed away. And then that's when Roz noticed how easily he moved over the rocks. With his wide stance and his grippy feet, the crab crawled up and down any rock surface. So, Roz decided to try out his climbing technique. She spread her arms wide and clamped each of her hands onto the cliffside. She jammed one foot into a crack and lifted her other foot into an, onto a narrow ledge, and just like she was climbing. Roz moved awkwardly at first. A clunk of rock crumpled in her hand as she had trouble finding footholds. But she climbed higher and higher. She started to get the hang of it. Seagulls squawked from their cliff nests and soared away when the robot came too close. But Roz paid them no mind. She was focused only on getting to the top. Up and up she went, methodically climbing past nests and ledges and tiny trees rooted in the cracks. And before long, our robot felt the soft soil of the island beneath her feet. So that's kind of interesting. So she learned from another animal what the best method would be to climb the cliff. I wonder what other things we can learn by watching animals and being in nature. I also wonder, what are some predictions you have 
for our next few chapters. So I'll give you a hint. Chapter 7 is called The Wilderness. So what do you think is going to happen in our next chapter? Alrighty, that's all for now. Talk to you later.